Greetings and salutations from the Chasing Light team. Another episode of Chasing Light Podcast starts right now. Resurrection Sunday is approaching and it is by far the most emotional Sunday for me for as long as I can remember. Why? I'll tell you in a second, but first I like to introduce to some and present to others the dynamic trio, the hosts of the Chasing Light Podcast, two inspiring, phenomenal women of God that I am blessed to know and love, Mrs. Trisha Alicia and complex Give me, Give me. implicity. How are you, Sarah's ladies? Going on. Hey, good. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm always good, fam. Well, amen to that. I'm happy to be doing this episode. I don't think we've ever done an episode like this, especially in this season. So I'm excited. Well, amen. I'm excited too. And for those of you who don't know, I am Embrace, and I'm happy to be in the room with you today. So. As I mentioned before, Resurrection Sunday or Easter is approaching. And to be honest, it typically messes me up in a good way, though. Really? Yeah. So the thought, first of all, the thought or the picture of our Lord and Savior being beat, his body torn, people mocking him, spitting on him, rejecting him. I don't know, but it does something to me deep down in my soul so picturing this innocent man barely walking barely able to see because of blood in his eyes making his way with this crown of thorns on his head to Golgotha or Calvary the place where he's being crucified to be a sacrifice for the sinful people of the world personally a sacrifice for me or for you Um, a man who knew no sin who became sin for us that we would not only skip eternal damnation but he would even take the sting out of death and i say it messes me up in a good way because what it does is it causes me to examine myself Mm. to look at truth in the face Mm -hmm. and see where i messed up at Mm. okay so like it's it's very very emotional and like I said, it is supposed to be a time to celebrate, which it is. This major event in history is what opened the door to salvation. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but to be grateful. And what better way to show our gratitude than to live a life that's pleasing to the Father? Mm-hmm. Now, we won't always get it right. You know, like can't get right in life. No, <laughs> life the movie <laughs> that is. <laughs> but we can at least strive to be, you know, what he wants us to be. Be intentional and purposeful Mm -hmm. in our decision-making. Jesus literally purchased us by giving his own life. He was a ransom. He came to earth to relate to us, to teach us, to show us how to become sons and daughters, heirs of Father God. So like I said, it's something to be celebratory for, but it just, it like, it tears me up. Like I'm like watching the passion of the Christ or whatever mm-hmm. um depiction of the resurrections. It it just it just really like I said, it just makes me look at myself and also what he did for us and what other people did to him, if you know what I mean. So anyway, mm-hmm. this is a podcast 
of faith, art, and millennialism. So I'm going to pass it to my sister, Complex Simplicity, if you will. Um, if you don't mind sharing a little bit of what you have for us today. Okay. And I won't be before you long. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't in real life. All right. So... <laughs> It was Simon who was forced to carry the cross mm. as they went to the place of the skull. It was there that soldiers tried to force Jesus to drink wine mixed with bitter gall, but he refused. Arms stretched wide, palms, nails, pierced, bruised as the soldiers shot dice, playing for what belonged to who. When a sign was placed above his body, it was Jesus who was nailed there. The sign reading King of the Jews, beaten, compared to the likeness of common criminals, one to the left and to the right because he was in the middle now. The people were shouting, taunts filled with mockery. Look at you now, they yelled, <laughs> laughing at the prophecy. Darkness fell across the land from noon until three, and around three, Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? There was misunderstanding mm -hmm. and confusion. Mm -hmm. And Jesus shouted again, this time releasing his spirit from within. The temple curtain and the sanctuary was split in two. The earth shook, rocks split apart, and the tombs opened too. Righteous men and women who had died were raised from the dead and left the cemetery after Jesus was resurrected. The Roman officer and soldiers present were terrified. They confessed that Jesus was truly the son of God as women who had came to Galilee watched from scene play out from afar. Amongst them were Mary, Mary and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Two snaps. Look, three snaps. Three I had snaps. the whole visual. Girl, I was stuck in it. Thank That's you. That's why I was pausing. <laughs> yes. No, seriously. Seriously. If y'all didn't feel that, that was such a beautiful picture of what it was. Beautiful, but brutal, of course. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that and was I, a beautiful. And I could have prolonged, but like, no, yeah, we all could prolong this. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Um, but so no, that was. Go ahead. I work with children, and um, you know, trying to explain to children sometimes the crucifixion can be uh, it can be difficult sometimes trying to explain, especially when you have them reading scripture and they're trying to break down everything. And so this is one of the ways I'm able to break down what happened with them is to kind of read it like this in this format um, so that they can then have those visuals for themselves and then connect them to what they physically read as scripture in the Bible. So that's why it was written like that. And uh, that's kind of uh, my go-to when I'm, when I'm working with the youth and trying to explain to them, you know, uh, how Jesus died for our sins and how he was treated. And cause you know, all kids can, they know what playing dice, well, not all kids, but you know, <laughs> the kids, they know what, they know what shooting dice is, you know, they know, you know, so it's like trying to transform scripture into like a language that they can understand better than is, you know, yeah. it, it works out like that. So that that's that's the reasoning. Yeah, no, that was beautiful, man. I don't know why I keep hearing why hast thou forsaken me? You said that in your mm -hmm. but I know that's something that Jesus said while he's on the cross and he was talking to God yep. when he said it. But oh my gosh, those words are so powerful. I mean, I would love to expound on that, but we'll have to definitely do that in another in another episode. Um, we I can do it in the wanna... live. Yes, yes. But I, I definitely want to pass the mic to Mistress Alicia. She too has some art to share with you, some truth, some life. Um, so with no further ado, Miss Trisha. The one thing I will say about what you shared, Embrace, is 
what I often hear some of my favorite pastors and preachers share at funerals. They say, you know, the best gift or the best acknowledgement that you can have for the emotion that you feel for the person who has passed on, transitioned on, is living your life to the best of your ability because that's what they will want for mm -hmm. you. And that's what I thought of when you were sharing in the beginning. Um, so I did want to say that. Yeah. And, and I don't want people similar. to, I was just going to say, I don't want people to only use this time of the year, this Sunday, this particular weekend, because we know there is a such thing as Christian Easter Christians. And wait, what did mm -hmm. I say? Christer? What did I say? Easter Christmas <laughs> Christians. <laughs> I mean, Mother's and Day. Mother's Day. There we go. Yeah. All of them. So hopefully this will carry on through the entire year. I just pray that you will live this life or do this ex self-examination and reflection throughout the entire year and not just on Easter Sunday or Easter weekend. But anyways, moving right. on. <laughs> All right. I too have a spoken word piece to share with you guys. I've actually written a couple of spoken word pieces um, kind of with respect to some of the emotions that come up when I think about what Christ gave. But this one is specifically in response to Good Friday. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. Bowed backs, knees bent, prayer posture, palms raised slightly to the sky, eyes wide shut. Knowing all things, knowing what is to come, he, the destined one, king left heaven to become a baby destined to die. He left heaven king to be born a baby destined to die. Die for sins, die to self, die for a greater will. Will you see him? On the day that the 12 became 11 and the one betrayed, the one son who was meant to defy all expectation, we sit in expectation, waiting, 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 waiting for our turn, waiting for our shine, waiting for our deliverance, waiting for our time. Like the Jews who prophesied, there is one coming. So they waited to be free from their captivity, to be free from their oppressors, to be free from Rome. They wait, free, free, free. There is one coming out of the house of the son of Jesse, free, free. They they said his forerunner will have the spirit of Elijah. So they sat waiting, waiting for freedom. They would be free because he will rule. But on this day, they captured him like a prisoner set in chains, led by a gang. He was beaten. And a mind wonders, since he is the master of all creation, could the wood have gone into rebellion? crying out that they would not be accomplice in sacrificing the greatest and most innocent. And yet even in the wood, we see miraculous obedience. Sure, if rocks can cry out in praise, wood could do the same. Mm -hmm. And so we sit 
on the precipice of heaven meeting earth on the precipice of heaven meeting earth like a sloppy kiss we sit on the precipice of the veil being torn on the prefaces on the precipice of prophecy of old being prophecy fulfilled. And we understand this ledge. We feel it in our throats like anxious heartbeats, booming the sliver of time between what was and what will be. We sit in expectation that the son, the one who was the defiant one, the one who was a king, we watch him die. And to our human eyes, he became powerless. And if like Christ, you find yourself in the darkest of your life's midnights, keep going. Because Good Friday shows that the sun will always shine in the morning. And remember, he felt forsaken so that you can be. And also remember that. He loves me, especially different. So be free. Endure your good Friday, because Sunday will come in the morning. Yes. Jesus, man! I wish mm-hmm. I could sing. I want to echo that. He I keep look. Voice. I wanted to keep <laughs> singing. Right. <laughs> he loves me. He likes me. Come on. Not just he loves me, but he likes me. <laughs> and the, and there is a difference. There is a there huge is a difference. Distinct difference. Mm-hmm. Yes. He loved you so much that he flat out like created you like Mm. just like i just spoke you into existence and i knew you before even these earths were built okay i'm just saying baby he loves you (laughs) and he loves me (laughs) i'm just kidding baby (laughs) whether you glitter (laughs) glow illuminate or shine just keep chasing the light i we love you hugs and hugs everybody peace Thank you for tuning into another Chasing Light podcast with your hosts, Trisha Alicia, Complex Simplicity and Embrace. This episode was edited by Shantae M. King. The music you hear was produced by Brozart. And until next time, keep growing and glowing.